Here we go. Football for the Fan podcast, episode one. So, as I said, I've been working on this for a while. And, you know, the page has been an extremely fun thing to do, but I thought we need to expand, we need to explore something new. And this was the uh, idea I came up with, I guess. First on the agenda has to be it has to be C and the crazy news that they've got banned from the Champions League, not just the Champions League for Europe, full stop for the last two next two seasons. I have to admit, I I have to applaud UEFA on this one. For years I've been a huge criticizer of the financial fair play situation. And not only the fact that it's just very complicated and there's been many loopholes but the fact that even when the person has very clearly breached the rule there's been no action taken at all which in hindsight I can understand why you don't want to be banning big teams from those kind of competitions because they bring the audience but rules are rules they're placed there for a reason um what 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 do I think is going to happen? First of all, I do think they're going to appeal it, and I think they're going to do absolutely everything in their power in order to change that. Now, if UEFA don't uh, change it, happy days. We finally got a bit of progress in rules being used and pushed on, per se. But if they do, you know, approve their appeal. It, I think it just shows UEFA is weak more than anything. And listen, it's not obviously the hugest of like issues in the world because literally everybody does it. I suppose that makes it huge. But And you could say for any club, if they do actually take this action, that it will affect your club but it's not even just spending money it's the amount of money they've spent in such a short period of time I, I don't know I, I think that they should uh, 110% uh, make this happen get them out of the Champions League for two seasons and hopefully it will give City the kick they need to realise okay we, we failed to build our teams not just buy them we need to use our academy, which their academy is phenomenal. It has so many great players in it. Like Phil Foden is a brilliant talent. Jaden Sancho came through their academy. You got uh, Garcia as a centre back, really good talent. I, I thought he would have got used more often this season with the the problems they've had in defence. But very very good player. Um, you know they have some some good talents in there. But it's just been unused. That's why players like Jaden Sancho and players like Brahim Diaz have decided to ship elsewhere due to the fact that incredible talents, but they're just not getting picked. And at that age, your number one objective should always be to play. No matter, I don't, I don't care if you have to go to Grimsby Town, no disrespect to them, but you need to be able to play. So... I can. I think it will make them want to use their academy, which would be great, great for them and great for the young kids coming through there. What do I think about about the players currently there and if they will stay? 
Well, I think Guardiola's gone for, for one. I think he was brought in from the start to win them the Champions League. Because let's be real, they were winning league titles before the guy came. They, well, it wasn't, it's not a shock to anybody that they've won the league a couple of times. You know, the, in, the, in the manner of fashion they did it, yeah, pretty shocking. You know, 100 points is unheard of until it seems like it will happen again this year. Now it's a bit of a regular occurrence, but still phenomenal achievement. But he was bought into the Champions League. That's an obvious thing. And that team was built for Guardiola. And I said, I've said this the whole time. Even when Pellegrini was in charge, they built a team for Guardiola. They were trying to get Guardiola. I think Pellegrini was a stepping stone towards Guardiola. And obviously it's worked out brilliantly in the sense that they've won a lot of trophies, won the domestic treble, which is obviously a good achievement. But it's not worked out in the way that everybody thought Guardiola comes in with that team, with that budget. Surely he wins a Champions League. Now, that hasn't come into accord, but it could happen this season. I doubt it, though. I think they've looked too frail at the back, and I just, I don't know. I think he's been found out a little bit. There's, there's a clear way to beat them this year. A very clear way. Manchester United, they did it. Liverpool, they did it. Tottenham, they did it. You just have to have a strong, narrow defence and have pace on the counter-attack. And City, they don't know how to deal with that. They want you to try play with them so that they can open you up. For some reason, managers have liked to do that and that's why they've been so dominant. But if you have a certain system which counteracts that, which realistically is counter-attacking football with a lot of pace, they don't really know what to do with it. Guardiola doesn't know what to do against something that he's never, ever had to deal with before. And it's, it shows a lack of change and tactical ability from Guardiola to not be able to change in order to counter uh, counteract the the style of play that has been so effective against him this season and I think he's going to leave I think he's going to go to a Juventus or a PSG I'd like to see him go to Juventus because I, I don't think Mauricio Sarri has done himself any justice there I think Juventus have been inconsistent this season and have lost a couple of games where you don't expect them to lose and I think their team is too old and they need some reinforcements there and a, a new style of play, a new manager like Guardiola would definitely coincide with that. Uh, but, what I think, but the one thing that I think everybody wants to know is will the, the big boys stay, the big players, your De Bruyne's, your Sterling's, your Aguero's, I think yes to some of them, no to some of them. I think De Bruyne, he's 28 years old. He's never won a Champions League. He's at the peak of his powers. He's played brilliantly this season. I think he'll want to move elsewhere. I look at Real Madrid as an option. See, I don't think they're going to get Pogba. I think Man United are going to price Real out. I think Pogba goes to Juventus, in my opinion. I think Real De Bruyne could definitely be an option, in, an alternative to Pogba. Real Madrid have lacked a bit of creativity this season. Their midfield is getting on. It's a little bit slow. I think, like, I think Modric and Cruz have been great servants to football and have been brilliant players, but they, they just don't have that edge anymore that Kevin De Bruyne does. But they haven't used James Rodriguez or Isco enough, and he's obviously a class above them anyway, so I think that would be a really good deal. I think Aguero will stay, because I think he only has a year or two left, and I think he... He likes the club enough 
Sterling's a tricky one. I think Sterling's a tricky one. I could see him both staying and leaving. I'm not fully certain which will happen. I think that fully comes down to if Guardiola leaves, which I think will happen. So I guess I could see Sterling leaving. It's a tough one because I don't think he'll go to another English club. I know he's done it before, but I don't think City will sell to another English club. And I just, I don't know, I have a feeling he'd like to stay in his home country. But I mean, if a Barca, a Real, a Bayern come in with Champions League football and aspirations to win the competition, then, you know, you, you might just leave. Do I, like, you never know. I think people like David Silva is gone anyway, he's confirmed that. Bernardo Silva. He's a very passionate player. I could see him staying. Uh, what about the younger ones? Gabby Jesus. I don't know where Gabby Jesus goes, to be honest. I think he's a very good player. But when you have very little games under your hand and he's never really shown him that he can be the first man, he's never had the opportunity. Still hasn't shown it, though. And he's never cemented his place, even when he has got brought in due to Aguero's you know, constant injuries. That he can be the main man. Good goal scorer, good finisher. But I don't know. What he wouldn't be, I, I, I wouldn't want him as my starting striker just yet. I think he has potential, but he's he would he's good goals to minutes ratio. But when you have those players creating those chances, you're gonna have a good goals to ratio. Like Kelechi Hinacho had a very good goals to game ratio when he played for Man City. He's been extremely poor since he moved to Leicester. So, what I'm trying to say is, I don't think Gabriel Jesus is all that. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's a top player. So, if I was him, I'd stay at City. And if Aguero did leave, I don't think he will, try show that you can be the main striker in a top team. Then maybe we can talk about Gabriel Jesus being that world-class striker that everybody thought he would be. Now he's 23 now, Gabriel Jesus. Like he's not getting any younger, and he hasn't really pushed on massively from that eight, 19-year-old that broke into the Man City team after they bought him from Brazil. Uh, what what else will we talk about? Do I do 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 I see this? affecting City in the long run not just in Europe but in the Premier League it depends it fully depends on how many players leave and how many players they bring in and if it affects their ability to bring in players I don't actually think it will affect like they have so much money they'll still be competitive in the league Yes, people want Champions League football, but I think we can all be in agreement here that as soon as the two years is up, they're probably going to get straight back into the Champions League. And yes, for some players, two years may be a lot, but I don't, I don't know. I think some players will still be more than willing to take 400k a week. So, I know I would. So, I don't think it will affect them that much. I think this is brilliant for Liverpool in the sense that City could lose their some of their top players and it could come down to people not wanting to come to them. And that just makes the dominance of Liverpool it looks like it, it could it could go on for a lot longer than people expected. People thought City will come back next season, but if Guardiola's not there, their top players are not there, 
I don't see Klopp going anywhere and I don't see any of Liverpool stars either. It, it, it could be another clean sailing season because I don't see any other team in the league near the level of them. Like United are well far behind, Chelsea well far behind, Arsenal the same. Tottenham, I don't think Mourinho has the right appointments for Tottenham. I don't, I, I don't know, I think he'll get them a good results, but I don't think he's a, a league winning manager anymore, especially with a low budget. Like He's spent the most money in, in football history, he's the highest amount of money spent as a manager. That I think it's a, a couple of billion. Yes, he's won a lot to, to justify that, but Daniel Levy, the Spurs chairman, is a very, very stingy man when it comes to transfer dealings. So I think this could be a, another, uh, next season will be another clean sale for Liverpool and they could then equal Manchester United's 20 league titles. Which would be crazy to think. A few years ago, no one would have even put them as title contenders, let alone the dominant force in the league. And I think you have to respect Klopp for that because, you know, he's turned them from a mediocre team that were coming 7th, 8th, you know, I know they had the league title, I suppose, title fight under Rodgers, but let's be real, that was very much down to the quality of players like Suarez and Sturridge and Coutinho. That actual side was not a title-winning side. You know, your, your back four consisted of people like Martin Skrull and John Flanagan, who, where even is John Flanagan these days, you know? So... This is the first title-winning team that I look at Liverpool, and I don't see a flaw in that in that team. I, I I think it is one of the best teams in in the world, arguably the best. You could I don't really see how you could argue against it being the best. They did win the Champions League. They're absolutely clean sailing in the Prem. Barcelona and Real don't look up to it yet. Bayern Munich they've looked better under their new manager, but they still. I still think they need a transfer window or two. Juve, excuse me, have uh, not looked great on the Sarri. I know Ronaldo's hit some phenomenal form with his, what, nine goals in his last nine games, but they still don't look good enough to win the Champions League or even come close to winning the Champions League. Who else is there? City again. I, I think this is going to affect them mentally anyway because they know themselves now that this is this this is their last Champions League season it could push them on to try go harder or it could affect them mentally it's going to either make them mentally stronger in the in Champions League this season or mentally weaker obviously only time will tell and they have such a tough tie in the Real Madrid game like that is such a game to come true after this kind of news and if they do win it that could show that they are mentally strong that they can go on to win the competition. But in my opinion, they're going to get knocked out in this in this round. And I think Real will come true. I think this is probably the perfect perfect time to play City at the moment. They're not in the they've they're not in the the best form they've ever been in. They've obviously had some some news that is going to really affect them. So it's just kind of like you might as well 
go out there and play City now. I think a Sunday League team would be preferring to play City now than they would last season, just off the basis that they've had a lot happen to them now in a short space of time, which is not good for anybody, let alone one of the best teams in the world. So, yeah, I think I think I think they'll they'll get knocked out on that that round. What else? That's enough on them. Let's be a, a little bit more different and talk about the um, Manchester United situation. They're in a real jiffy, aren't they? A real, real, real struggle at the moment. And although I think they had a very relatively decent transfer window, signs of Bruno Fernandes and Odi Nagallo, who I actually think is going to surprise people. I've always rated Odi Nagallo, um, and I think he'll surprise people. I think he'll score more goals than people would expect. But then again, when you have such low expectations, if you do play somewhat good, that it, it does kind of make people be surprised and shocked and somewhat overrate your actual performances. And that very much so could happen. But I do actually think he'll be pretty decent. It's a good option to have an attack, especially with their injury problems with players like Rashford being out and Martial being extremely inconsistent. It's not a bad signing. And then I think Bruno Fernandes is a brilliant signing. I've been a big fan of his for a while now. I think he's uh, a player that ne needed to step up now. I think if he had awaited another year or so, it would have been a bit too late because he's 24, 25. He needs to now push on to a top league and prove if he really is this world-class midfielder, which a lot of people seem to think he can be, me included. His, his numbers are phenomenal. 30 goals and 20-odd assists last season brilliant he's got I think 12 goals or 14 goals 12 assists this season which again really good numbers he showed he's got he creates about 3.6 uh, chances a game which is you know really good from attacking midfielder that's very good the one issue I have at him is his pass accuracy is around 77% which shows a little bit little bit too low for an attacking midfielder but obviously he can improve that, you know, he can 100% improve that, he, he probably will, I, I don't know if he will, but I'd imagine he will, if he does improve the way people claim he will, so do you think it's a good signing, but that aside, I do think that they really need to up themselves because this second half of the season is huge now especially with this Man City ban because this now means that fifth place gets Champions League spot and let's be real Man United can definitely get a fifth place obviously players like Sheffield United can do that as well they would be an insane achievement if they do I'd be, sh I'd be shocked but they very much can do it and it will also even give teams like Arsenal I hope to try push on a bit now I'm not going to lie I, I think Arsenal are out of it but football's a crazy game anything can happen it can change like that everybody knows it and it'll be very interesting to see if uh, they can push on especially I obviously made a post about how I don't actually feel Arteta is the right man for the job uh, a few of you have had stuff to say about that saying I was pushing ne negativity and I wasn't trying to at all I was just expressing how from the start I don't think he's the right man I don't think you can just give 
someone such a big job off the merit that they performed well for your club as a footballer, as a player. He had no experience. Guardiola rated him highly, but Guardiola rated him highly as an assistant. He had him as an assistant, nothing more. So, I don't think you can just make him this, I don't know, pedestal. Some people seem to give him a pedestal that I don't really know he deserves. I don't think he deserves, actually, to be fully honest with you. You you don't just get something off being a good player. In my eyes, you don't. Maybe in yours, you do. But I, I, could, I suppose we have different opinions. I think Guardiola uh, obviously saw something in him and gave him a chance. But I still think you should always take a stepping stone before jumping to a massive club because massive clubs are really, really, really difficult to run, especially ones like Arsenal, who we all know are in not in the best, not in the best situation right now. So obviously, when you lose a player, not a player, sorry, a manager, the iconic status of Arsene Wenger, you, you you're bound to struggle. It's a fact. It's it's not even like. I didn't expect it. I fully did. And I think most people did. But this is a job that requires so much change. And a lot of dedication. And it will be it will be tough. It will be extremely tough. I think it will probably be show to be the toughest job of the season. Up there with alongside Manchester United. Who have just gone off topic fully. <laughs> Again, similar situation with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I don't particularly know if he's the right man for the job. I think some there's been signs, 100% there's been signs. But has there been enough to suggest that he deserves a level of job when someone with the pedigree and the ability of Mauricio Pochettino, bleh, Mauricio Pochettino is out there and available? I've seen a lot of people say they don't want Pochettino because of this agenda people have against him with him not winning trophies and I understand it I think everybody understands it but he turned Tottenham into legit title contenders and a legit Champions League force in a couple of seasons with little to no budget Manchester United have a budget they have a basis there they have players there that are definitely capable of pushing on to a new level like even Rashford under Solskjaer has pushed on to a new level and showed that he is a quality player and that he has another level to go to, I think. And I think he can push on to that under someone on, with the prowess of Marcel Pochettino. And I, I think that would be the, the perfect scenario for United to get someone like that in. Doesn't mean it will happen. But you never know, yeah, a man can hope. I'd love to see it. I think it would be really interesting to see how he does with that kind of team, that level of team. I think it would be extremely interesting and I really hope it happens. I'm not saying it will, but it would be really interesting. I don't know if it will though, because knowing the United board, they don't seem too keen on letting Solskjaer go 
whether that is to do with the money or something in his contract don't think anybody can can fully know it's 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 impossible to know unless you know you work within the club nobody's going to be leaking anything like let's be legit here why would they leak something they have no need to so we'll see i suppose we'll see what happens anyway it's a lot of talking obviously i didn't have a guest on this week and i do have a co-host actually by the name of nathan fields he should be on next week with a few guests lined up we're supposed to have one on this week but due to some difficulties that just wasn't able to happen through no fault of anybody no fault of anyone like it's no one's fault so there's no one to blame but it's that is what happened sadly obviously i had no power over it it just happened we can't you know we, we live and we learn we push on so yeah that's it thanks for listening hope you enjoyed and remember uh like like it subscribe and like follow the uh, football for the fan follow football for the fan like on my posts because jesus christ the following ratio has really fell off boys and i know i know we can push on thanks for listening